بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول ما نهيتكم عنه فاجتنبوه وما أمرتكم به فأتوا منه ما استطعتم فإنما أهلك الذين من قبلكم كثرتوا مسائلهم واختلافهم على أنبيائهم مسلم رواه بخاري there is another narration for this hadith that gives a deeper understanding of its meaning which where it says that Rasulullah Sallallahu narrated that Rasulullah addressed us and said, O people, Hajj has been made obligatory upon you, so perform the Hajj. A man asked, Is that every year, Ya Rasulullah? Rasulullah Sallallahu remained silent. The man repeated his question three times. Then Rasulullah Sallallahu said, If I had said yes, then it would have become obligatory on you. It would have become fard on you to make hajj every year. And you would not have been able to do that. So do not ask me about that which I have left unspecified. For verily the nations before you were destroyed by this excessive questioning and argumenting and argumentation argue, and arguing with their prophets. If I uh, order you with something, then do as much of it as you are able to do. And if I forbid you from something, then keep away from it. Now, in both these narrations, Rasulullah commands us to avoid what he has forbidden and to follow what he has ordered us to do according to the best of our ability. And he also tells us to, avoid, to follow his guidance without asking too many questions and to pay attention to the types of questions we ask. Now, he said, for example, what I have forbidden for you, avoid. So, we have to follow this command all the time, in all situations. This order must be followed unless it is under dire circumstances, such as when one is starving and there is no food except for some meat that was not properly slaughtered, not zabiha. In conditions like that, uh, it is permissible to, uh, to eat that. But in other in conditions other than that, of this kind of dire necessity, darura, or we have, we must avoid whatever is forbidden. Uh, as far as obligations, he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what I have ordered you to do, do as much of it as you can. Now, this is a very important principle of Islam. You do as much as you can. You don't, uh, if you can't do it all, you don't leave it all. If you can't do it all, you do as much as you can. Rasulullah is indicating that we won't be able to do all of what is required, but we must do as much as we can. Based upon this principle are many rulings. Salah, for example, Nabi said, pray standing. If you are not able to pray, pray sitting. If you are not able to do that, pray while lying down. The uh, scholars have, uh, you know, they, meant, they, they have different opinions on these things, but the point is, that they decided that uh, the scholars have also ruled that wherever Rasulullah told us to do something, we must do it to the best of our ability. Now, too many, asking too many questions, as we saw one example here already uh, of the 
of the um, sahabi who asked uh, how many times uh, should we do hajj every year or something there's there's no need when when the rasulullah sallallahu is saying something he what he is saying is what he has been commanded by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's why he, and if allah wanted him to say hajj must be done every year he would have said it uh, asking him becomes a problem now in our times today for example it is the kind of this would this would be similar to the kind of arguments that we hear with regard to hadith may allah protect us some of the things that we say i am hoping unknowingly because to knowingly say some of those things becomes kufr becomes literally apostasy but even unknowingly it's certainly a sign of jahalat sign of uh, gross ignorance for which again there is no excuse so may being very clear that we don't ask unnecessary questions this is very very critical now uh, one interesting thing here is uh, if you see the questions uh, in the quran uh, somebody said that there are only 13 questions that were answered in the quran um, for example allah said uh, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said they ask you about the moon cycles they ask you about menstruation they ask you about the bounties of war um and anfal and so on where is anuruk ani anuruh they ask you about the about the ruh anas radhiyallahu said we anas bin malik radhiyallahu he said we were prohibited to ask rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to any questions so we would be very happy when an intelligent bedouin came to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and asked him questions so we could listen asking too many questions and disagreeing with rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam can cause our destruction if it happened to the people before us it can happen to us also and we see this happening may allah protect us from that now last point in this is what takes precedence doing uh, obligatory actions for the actions or staying away from what is haram prohibited now according to the scholars avoiding bad deeds takes precedence over doing good deeds when the bad deed is clearly prohibited and the good deed is recommended meaning that the bad deed is haram the good deed is mustahab so do avoid the bad deed first when the good deed is fard then doing that is uh, better and more important because it involves acting upon something that allah wants you to do so for example praying salah five times a day is fard uh, praying tahajjud is uh, is obligatory is mustahab sunnah so if you um, leave tahajjud uh because you want to uh, you know you are doing something which is uh, for example researching or something uh, to write uh, or or working to to help and protect the muslims and you miss tahajjud alhamdulillah because you're doing something which is a, of greater value uh, but leaving for there is no there is no excuse for that um it is proactive obedience as opposed to something which is passive avoidance what is forbidden although saying uh, leaving the haram uh, is not passive it's also an active opposition to uh, to what is prohibited by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's very important to focus on on the deed on our deeds this is the whole uh, issue of uh, uh, the whole issue of uh, uh, of islam where uh, when we don't do that when we 
get involved in arguments and and so on and shaitan is very uh, smart because he gets us involved in arguments in the in the uh, guise of uh, of intellectual uh, you know intellectualizing uh, makes you feel intelligent by asking questions which are really have no answers so we have all kinds of convoluted theories which are no basis but uh, the action of the person is not there so we, you know sometimes we get involved in, uh, in in these things and we leave uh, important suna sunan we leave uh, even sometimes may allah protect us and forgive us we may even leave farai now this is something to be uh, very very uh, strongly avoided uh, we must never do that we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his protection <coughs> for us from uh, from doing things which are uh, of really no benefit and potentially very harmful for us uh, asking too many questions one of them arguing is is another one of them uh, arguing with the scholars many times people ask questions which are really very disrespectful and which uh, they equate themselves for example i may allah protect us some people say oh what so what if uh, imam nawawi said that so what so what if if if, if imam abu hanifa said it no, i also have a thought i mean equating yourself with somebody like that with some of the of our great scholars itself is a, is a is a sign of gross ignorance because it means that you have really neither knowledge nor appreciation of uh, what they did and uh, of who they were and what uh, you know what what they represent and that itself is a sign of uh, what to say you know it's it's really quite awful so i ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to uh, to obey rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Uh, to the best of our ability and to forgive us for our shortcomings wa sallallahu alaihi wa sallam wa ala alihi wa sahbihi min rahmatika ar-rahim